Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Yeah. Welcome to J.Ill, a production of iHeartRadio. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everybody. What's up? Welcome to J.Ill, the podcast. Uh, it is a glorious day to be a black woman. Yeah. Mm. Feels so good on me. I don't even know what to say. Yes. Just feel good. Right? I feel like my, my feet have been massaged, even though they haven't. I feel like <laughs> I have had a wonderful afternoon of, of just stimuli. Mm. And I'm, I'm, yes. I'm titillated. Okay. Oh, wow. Titillated. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome to J.Ill, the podcast. And I'm hoping that we titillate you all today. I'm here with my sister friends, Aja Graydon Danzla. I just feel like you were saying titty. Me too. I was like, titty in here for everybody. You know me. I'm sorry. I just felt like titty was just at the. I'm sorry. I'm immature. I'm immature. Hello, everyone. How are you? Yes. We're going to titty late. Let's titty late. And the titifying lie is Sinclair. Oh, as they say in DC, a titty bar. I'm sorry. Okay, that was too much. A titty bar. We have a get. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We are having a good day, okay? We are having and, and a good I day. Hope, <laughs> I hope that you all are having a good day, too. It's funny that, like, this is the way we want to feel, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, we want to feel, like, joyful and energetic and, you know, mm-hmm. got a reason to smile. It's funny, though, that we will fuck around on this on Beyonce's Internet. And <laughs> out of all the fantastic things that there are, people are, you know, there's a lot of positive energy, a lot of positive things to say. We say we look at these things and scroll right on by and wait for some chaos, wait for Be some big. train wrecks, wait for some some foolishness, really, like seriously, something that a fool would do. You know, to make the king oh. laugh. You know, that's what we're waiting for. And I and I'm wondering, 
I'm wondering why we do that. We have a guest today that is going to talk about these things with us. Hey, Jagreed and Dan, if you'd be so kind. Y'all know that I, if you listen to the show, you know I be on the internets, okay? I be on the social medias. And, uh, you know, and certainly it is, you know, not a place that doesn't have more than enough charismatic people who will pull in the vibe and before you know it they like all the way social media is famous but they are absolutely and 100 percent problematic and the worst problematic thing on earth that you can do is then tell their loyal and i mean fanatical audience that they are a problem and there you have it. It becomes uh, a war outside. No man is safe. Safe son. You can run, but you can't hide forever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So anyway, I want to introduce y'all to our guest for today. His name is FD Signifier. He is a former educator and researcher turned content creator who specializes in analyzing Black culture and Black experience through media analysis. His previous experiences working with boys and men and researching behavioral health has continued in his work discussing issues of gender and masculinity in his content. So y'all know he gets really talked about real bad on the people's social medias. You know they what I'm saying? For me. They, they come for you. They, finally, I want y'all to know right now that he is a loving husband and father of two come black boys. Mm, okay, giving him a vested interest in contributing to a better world where his boys can feel safe, actualized. We're going to underline that and fully realized humans underline quote unquote strong black men. In between content creation, FD is a media junkie and a Chicago Bears fan, which we won't talk about because we got a bunch of silly people on here. And a gamer. So anyway, I heard this guy and he really hands down has one of the best analysis that I've seen on the people internet and they can't come for him and call him all the names because he fits into all of the stereotypical, uh, you know, boxes. Married, You'd be surprised though. They still do. (laughs) They still do. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. FD signifier to J.L. Uh, I love you. the name. Thank you so much. Uh, right. I don't even know. Like, I, I, I got to get the nerves out, especially after you read my little bio. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm really here. Are we cursing? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. We did have a whole titty uh, round table moment uh, at the beginning of the video. It was a titty round table. So, yeah, this is, this is dope. This is uh, a dream come true in a weird way. Like, I, I'm going to tell, when I tell my boys that I was on a Zoom call with Jill Scott. No, no shade to the ladies in the room, but I'm just keeping it real. No, no shade at all. You, you know what you, it is. You, you Your see hair the is done. Your hair you, is done. You know, it was, it was, it, it was. <laughs> the roots are twisted. The roots are twisted. They were roped up. I was like, I need to get these curls crimping before okay. I get on this, on this podcast. The elbows are moisturized. I got my most medium shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Thank you. So, yes, yes. So this is just like a, a wild experience to to be here to talk my shit to people that I admire. This is this is crazy for me. So I'm very appreciative to be here and hope that I can contribute uh, what y'all want from yeah. my presence. This Thank your you social so media is as wild as a wild experience. So we need some navigation. Oh, man. Uh, just leave. <laughs> like like real talk. I, I, I am Twittering much less. Uh, in 2023, because on Elon Musk Twitter, on Elon, especially on Elon Musk Twitter, because mm-hmm. uh, after you get a certain amount of followers or whatever, and especially if you talk about certain things and you in different populations of a uh, political thought, 
like one tweet that you're not thinking too hard about will haunt you for a whole week. You know what I'm saying? And 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 be done cost you a couple thousand subs uh, or a couple of nights arguing with people. So yeah, I'm it, it, Twitter hacks your brain. So I'm trying to reduce my presence there. You know, but you still follow me at if they sit on Twitter, <laughs> YouTube, etc. <laughs> One of the things that I always find interesting about the way that you you look at things is like, you know, you try to find this kind of fair way to discuss this. Right. And get into all of the different ways that people can be drawn in. And one of the things that, you know, that that hurts us, particularly as black people, is that we are very much kind of tied into charismatic people. You know, we talk about Malcolm X and MLK and, you know, these leaders in the movement icons and we look at this moment and I think we're very emotionally attached to this. And so do you see like a connection between what are the desires of black people and how do we get kind of pulled into these moments with these specific type of personalities online? Because you guys remember it used to be like a melody, you know, I mean, I think that might still be a very big part of it. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got the pastors and and you know you know you've seen yeah. that many many yeah, times that and people come back mm. over and over and over again there's a cadence and a rhythm that's still right. there that's still yeah. there mm-hmm. you know yeah. people so like I'm not I'm gonna try to throw as minimal shade to people as possible but I'm gonna just say a, a particular uh, pan-African political figure that has popped up a lot I'm sure you all oh, he does that very well that is the key I, I would say to his prominence um, mm-hmm. he's, he's been on breakfast club a couple times. Yeah. Um, he's, he, he's building a school. I'm sure he oh, is. You must be talking about my baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so like he has an excellent, like he, he embodies that, that like rhythm of the pastor, you know what I'm saying? That was a thing for Kevin Samuels where it's like, there's an image, especially for black men that we kind of desire this cadence in this uh, image to answer your question, I think black folks just want to see like health and wellness in front of us. We want to see success. We want to see blackness that hasn't been ruined by white supremacy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> ruined by our mm-hmm. experience. And mm-hmm. so if you show them that, even if it's not quite real, even if it's a little, even if the message is a little thrown off, you get attached to the image because that image is, you know, that's the thing that gets us going because that's maybe the thing we want to pursue. Mm-hmm. You go back to Fred Hampton. You know what I mean? You ever hear Fred Hampton talk? He sound like a pastor. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a rhythm. Maybe it's in our bones. Maybe it's in the melanin. I don't know, but it's in there. So we gravitate to that. But it's also, you know, to me, honestly, it just seems like the uglier the 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 energy is behind something, you know, whatever it is you're talking about, whether you're talking about sports or you're talking about music or faith, um, whatever it is, it seems like the uglier the energy, the more people are attracted to it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but that definitely concerns me because we're seeing things like re- toxic relationships mm. and we're watching it. It, and it it is fascinating. Yeah, it's fascinating that y'all are fighting in the middle of the street. Yes, it's very fascinating. Right, right. Ooh, like nobody wants that, right? Right. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> we want to consume it. Maybe we. I don't think anybody wants to be fighting in the middle of the street. But mm-hmm. I don't know. There's. You, it's hard to look away. And so then, one thing I talk about a lot 
in my content is how so much of our consumption of media now is controlled by algorithms. Talk about how... this. Come on, signifier. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't know how deep y'all get into it, but like like YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, once upon a time, you just had an account and you connected your friends to your account or the, mm-hmm. the people you like to watch to your account. And mm-hmm. that's what showed up when you opened up the app. And yeah. 10 or so years ago, a little more than that, probably, people started understanding algorithmically based consumption models for these apps were better for keeping up engagement, a.k.a. better for keeping you scrolling, to keep you looking, to keep you on the app. And mm-hmm. so the most engaging thing for humans across the board tends to be the abhorrent, the scary, the disgusting, the repulsive, the violent, the things that like it's a proven thing in research that you will sit and look at something that brings you that makes you feel anger or disgust longer than something that makes you feel joy. Like that's just a, they've they've tested this. And so of it's why World Star exists, right? Like it's why a, a site like World Star can exist. World Star was probably where they figured it out. Like World Star started before all of this stuff. Yes, it did. Yes, before it did. before yeah. the algorithms was popping, World Star was like, yo, fight videos. Fight right. videos, yeah. y'all. Mm-hmm. And 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 upfront about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This is what yeah. we're this is kind of what we're here for. And and really with that, that the whole reality of that from like a from science, okay, like just from the data, okay, knowing that as black people, we have to kind of enter into this space like hyper aware, knowing that this is what is happening to us. And what's messed up about it is that social media has been a place where we really have benefited from some very good information. Mm-hmm. So what I find is really difficult is or especially to to explain to other black folk whom I love is that okay listen just because you believe a thing right you believe this thing right and you look at content that that validates this thing you believe every time you look at that content you're getting more and more of it yeah. and so in your mind you're thinking I'm getting my belief validated through the information that I'm taking in. So I'm researched. I've looked at all of the, you know, I've, I've heard it from five different sources when the app is basically saying, okay, you like strawberries. I'm just going to send you 50 different types of strawberry content so that you start to believe that strawberries is the preferred fruit for the entire, you know, country. Everybody likes strawberries. No one's allergic. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I think that at the end of the day, it's like this thing where we we go to a go there for something and it has now become really our Achilles heel. You know what I'm saying? And so anyway, I just love for you to kind of speak to some of that energy as we're as we're out here trying to get conscious. Like, OK, we out here trying to get woke and trying to figure stuff out. You ain't going to do it through social media, not without a real <laughs> you gotta- again. You better hit the encyclopedias back up. <laughs> but that's that's where my like if you want to ask you my, my intellectual foundation started, it was being a nerdy little boy who had that full on box set of all the books in the basement. Mm-hmm. So it was the Nintendo. It was the, it was my, my cousin's DJ tables and it was encyclopedia. But that so. was our culture and our time. So, right. yeah, all of us had that. But now uh, no, honey, I had R through M. Okay. Girl, I keep trying to tell you you was bougie. Oh, I didn't have the whole thing neither. Don't get it. Tw- I, oh, okay. I had the whole thing and I'm from North Philly. Bougie. See? North side. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I, I was Thanks, in the Mom. South Chicago suburbs. I, I own 
the 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 relative bouginess of my experience you know Good. so it Good. is what we it enjoy is. it it's um, a chicago thing to a degree people don't look, talk about that part of chicago right. chicago old black money got some old black <laughs> money in chicago right right which we, we, we'll circle back to that in a second maybe yeah my point was to amplify what age was just saying if i search something on google or better yet on youtube especially YouTube tracks what I've searched for and it gives me what it thinks is its best like answers to that question. Mm. And then it tracks which one I click on. And then it uses mm. that information to say, okay, this person is, you know, it pulls all, it's like it's like one of the Matrix movies where they pull in all the screens into one spot. Mm-hmm. It does that to kind of say, okay, we know, we're now collecting data on this user and we're going to surround this user with things that will keep it watching. And just as as Asia said, this tricks us into thinking that this is all of YouTube. This is the world. Mm -hmm. This is the information that everybody's seeing. But no, that is information that has been curated for you to see, not for accuracy or for your intellectual um, enhancement, but for you to keep watching. And so it will catch it will catch tendencies. And it's and it's got two billion users. So it, it it's seen enough of us before to say, okay, this person clicked this, this, and this, so we know exactly what to bring to the table. And what it brings to the table, if it's some bullshit, <laughs> if it's some wild shit, if it knows it plays to your vulnerabilities and it'll keep you clicking, like the thing I talked about a lot in one of my videos when I was talking about the manosphere is that my research, and this is not like, I, I, am, a, I am an academic researcher by trade, but this is also, this is YouTube uh, time, right? Mm-hmm. But the research I've done, the people I've talked to, the Manosphere people will come at like, between like 13 and 22, and they, they'll give you six months to two years, the average person. And what happens is they have a breakup, they get cheated on, they get dumped, they strike out on a girl they really liked, they feel like they got played, they got, you know, whatever. And they they start, they, they'll just search how to talk to girls. And so how to talk to girls might start with some decent, you know, some decent advice. Yo, be yourself and, you know, make sure you wear your best outfit. Don't be trying to talk to girls with, with, when you ashy, whatever. It, it'll start with that. But like two or three more clicks in this, you know, women, it, you wouldn't be so hard if women were more submissive. And if uh, black women didn't do this and didn't do that. And once wow. you start and you're vulnerable in that moment because you're mm-hmm. usually coming from a place of lack and pain and mm-hmm. you hear people in your ear telling you exactly what you want to hear. It's a very it's a grooming process and boys are actually groomed from early on. That's why that statement I made at the beginning, not just strong black men, because while I uh, aspire to and desire that for myself and my sons, that sets a precedent for boys to be groomed into certain attitudes mm-hmm. and certain worldviews that are harmful, not just to other people if they don't do it right, but to their own emotional wellness. And so if you like been in that for a long time and you start getting them videos telling you it's all the women's fault, man, that'll that'll suck you right in. I don't know what it is. It's in our brains. It's in our systems. We see the results. You know, it's the same thing with the QAnon folks, any type of nonsense. When people are vulnerable, Mm. the nonsense will that fills that vulnerability that makes them feel whole again. They're going to seek that out like a drug and the the algorithm just computer. They don't care. It just knows you keep watching these ads. That's all it cares about. More real talk after the break. brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or 
get goofy officially, step up like a boss and save the day, or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. So while you're out there trying to kind of counteract this as a creator, right? And you're out there saying, okay, I'm pointing this out to y'all. And specifically about the manosphere, which when you answer this, I would love for you to like just kind of give our our listeners a little bit of a background on what that is. But I think um, so while you're out there doing that, what is the reaction from from your own folk, black folk, men and women? Like, what is this reaction like when you say, hey, this what you're listening to is playing to your vulnerability. There's a problem. What is the feedback? It's a, um, a bell curve. Right. So it's like a, a, a variety of different responses. The first thing I want to put out there is that, you know, and I'm, I'm sure you I, I assume that you all have experienced in real life, like good brothers. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We, we, we all know them, we all know a few of them dudes. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. in my experience, most of the men in my life and that I've been around wouldn't set foot in the manosphere, wouldn't be caught dead. Like I said it in one of my videos, these dudes are low key, really losers. But mm-hmm. they, but they're they're charged up like they're propped up by the algorithms. They're propped up because they make for good content. Literally, QAnon, hilarious, literally, right. yeah, parallels, right. yeah. It's it's it's, yeah. it's a very exactly mm-hmm. you know train wrecks. You know, I'm going to use some language that uh, clowns. Mm. I'm trying to I'm trying to be careful in my in my language about ableists and mental illness. Clown yes, clown niggas. Yes. I feel okay. good about that one. <laughs> okay, um, and so a clown nigga can't be the center of attention anywhere but the internet. But if he gets on the internet and he's surrounded by other clown niggas, he becomes like... King Clown. King Clown. clown. He he becomes Kevin Samuels. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you know Kevin Samuels' background, you know, and this is not to disparage the dead for those who are sensitive to that, but if if you research his background, that man was a buffoon and a loser for most of his life until he embarrassed a black woman. And mm. collected a lot of clowns, you know what I'm saying? And some mm. of his clowns were other black women. Let's be, let's keep a buck, keep it a buck. Um, Brainwashing so be real. Right, right, right. Mm. So, to, so to answer your question, I have a lot of black men. The vast, I would say if I have 400,000 uh, and some change subscribers, I'm going to say 30, 40% of that is black men. And most of those men are like, I am so happy to hear somebody speaking and making me feel like I'm not crazy. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Making me feel like I'm not the only one. Because, you know, we're going to be real. We're still, a lot of men, most men still operate with a, a traditional, classically masculine persona and ideology that's tied to patriarchy. And that can be, that has lots of evidence that that doesn't lead to good things in, in certain situations. White supremacy. But white supremacy. You know, these these traditional gender norms are tend to be unhealthy. And in, in their best, they're stifling. If they're yeah. worse, they're Kevin Samuels, right? And so, you know, I don't, I don't expect every brother to be as deep into the leftist theory as I am. But a lot of brothers don't like how black women, especially online, talk about us and perceive us. And it's because we've allowed these. Well, before I used to say it's because we've allowed these other men to speak for us on social media platforms. And what I found out after getting on here is that it's almost impossible to be a black man and gain a platform without doing that crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Because the algorithm mm. will not reward it. it I, I got Come it on. on no, it's got to be one. It's got to be more than just you. It's got to be. One. But let's take that statement. The yeah, algorithm like, will not reward it. Yeah. And people are making a living off of the Internet. And yeah. If you don't have something that's salacious or um, ugly, spirited, then you're not going to make the money that you you possibly could. Or at least making other people money. You got to be able to make other people money if you ain't got that other stuff. And isn't this doubly, triply dangerous for black folk? Oh, yeah. Like oh, to yeah. engage in this kind of behavior. Yeah. 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 It's 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 all those things. Because not wanna... only we're and we're also furthering the perception of who we are. Yeah. Yeah. We We're continuing that. It's 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 a very hard. So like I got on because I did some uh I pulled me some I don't know some Michael Eric Dyson uh some uh what's the what's the Van Jones? I did mm. some really good like hey, I'm a I, 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 here's a video. I am an intelligent. I'm, That's a, not the band up, I'm a stand-up intellectual black man. Yes, I am an intellectual black man that will talk to you about race. And I love black women. Jones. Yes, I will talk to you about race, but I won't make you feel bad. Here's me explaining all the things. And so, yeah. like, I didn't know I was doing that. I was just making videos, and then, but I started to see like who I was attracting with that, and I was like, okay, okay. Okay, I'm seeing how this put together. So my next video, I'm starting out talking about uh, the the St. Louis race riots. <laughs> like, the first video I had to hit a million views. My next video, I started out with the St. Louis race riots. But to kind of like say yes to what y'all was saying, I got on by proving myself valuable to a whole different audience. Mm-hmm. And once I kind of had that in hand, I started saying, how can I serve essentially two masters? How can I bring out all this other stuff that is truly more important to me as a creator, but also make sure the algorithm respects my gangster and keeps on showing people my videos because people will have a million subscribers, but every video is a new, is a new, um, is a, is like a, I call it a credit score. It's like a credit check. And so like right now I got really good YouTube credit. So if I drop a video, YouTube's like, Hey, send that nigga video everywhere. This is we good. That that boy good. But if I if I drop a couple of uh, uh, turds, a, a couple of joints that don't do well, people not feeling them, it's going to drop my credit score. And even if even if nobody unsubscribes to my channel, it's going to be hard for my video to reach as many people 
as it did if I kept that credit score up. Thus, like and share. So in that mindset, there's a formula. I'm, I'm guessing that you know this. There's like it must be at least a few things that you do formulaic in every video to kind of know that this will at least get me here. Right. Is Are there things like that? Something like that. Like I know. So YouTube gives you all your data and tells you about your audience or who your audience is watching, what they searching for, et cetera. Um, so like right now, my audience has been really like I made a Lauren Hill video a couple of months back. And so, like, people keep searching for Lauren Hill and finding my video. So, like, mm. the, the algorithm's telling me, hey, make another Lauren Hill video. And I'm like, I don't know if you understand that that's not going to really work. I'm going to trust my own instincts and, and right. not try to do, like, Lauren Hill all the time and lose a lot of people. Right. So, it gives you data. So, yes, like, my next video, the video I got a video coming out in two weeks that's just going to be all about drama. And, like, a lot of what I'm talking to y'all about, right? So, I know that's going to kill. And then after that, I'm going to talk about men's desirability, which I know I have a strong male fan base. And there's a lot of women that want to learn and understand men better. So I know that video is going to do well. After that, I'm talking about black leftist movements and black political movements from like, you know, I'm explaining how Martin Luther King and, and, and Malcolm X are really socialists and stuff like that. That'll be, that'll be good. Right? That'll be good. That'll but be the good. other ones the are going to be Right. The same audience and exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna wait for that video, right? You're right. Because so, right. like you, you ain't know worried about my drama videos. Or I'm gonna talk I, about I'm, these white folks dissing me on, on the back end. Right. right. I know right. they are, but then they I'm gonna come right. back to, to to give you some life when I get back to this Fred Hampton uh uh right. the King stuff, the W D Boys, Black Nationalism stuff. It's like okay, now I gotta pull y'all back in because that's that's why I want to serve See, anyway. This is mind blowing because people don't. Re I don't know if people respect content creators enough to know that. Like, do y'all realize that this man just said he has already prepared for four shows? Like, he's a month ahead. Hmm. It's more than that. More than that. How many months? How many months? I'm I'm four videos down right now. So four months. If I release one one a month. Okay. And that's, you know, I, my my my. I'm, and then all of that. It's a, the, the the thing is uh, one for the algorithm, one for the fans, one for you. Hold on. Right. <laughs> one for the. Did y'all? School. Listen, write it down. <laughs> write it down. <laughs> One more time. Come on, Epi. The man has time. damn near half a million subscribers. Let's, and I let's, got that in a, a year and a half. Like, wow. One, One for the algorithm. Come on. Two One for, the, for the fans. One for the fans. One for you. One for you. For you. Yeah. Right. No, I'm, doing, I'm doing like I'm doing like two for the algorithm, one for the fans, and then one for me. Um, and that <laughs> last one is... Uh, is a, a I almost don't want to say it because I just want it to be a surprise. With That's people okay. Because it. it's just for it. me. It's yeah, about yeah, yeah. it's about a rapper. It's about a rapper that don't nobody talk about no more. But he's low key one of the most influential rappers uh, to ever spit. But like he he was such a a weird unique figure that like he just kind of disappeared. Young MC. Nope. 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 Okay. When I tell his story, you're gonna be like, you right. You right. I don't. I still right, don't like him. Right. But you I don't right. like him, but because <laughs> I don't like him, I, I he's hilarious to me. But I, when I when I went through his story, I was like, "Yo, this story is like, this is like one of the most important figures in hip hop." Is he alive? And he's still alive. Hmm. He's still making music too. But you gotta wait till like March, <laughs> March, March, April ish. That's nice. when the show. That's the show. That's when you're that's doing when the that, show. That's when that video is going. Oh my god, I got to get my nice. life together. That is a beautiful but planning. It <laughs> is, but this is the thing, right? So if you're going to be righteous, I'm sorry, if you're going to even try to be righteous in these on these platforms, in these streets, you have to be very intentional. And what that has to tell you is that those who don't mean you any good are also intentional. 
<clears throat> who if who who claim to be righteous, but everything about them says that they are feeding the algorithm. They want the algorithm to reward them. And so these are things I need y'all to be clear on. Yeah. Is this, so is this an entire world of, for lack of a better phrase, sellouts? I mean, it's selling out new though. Real talk. No. Nah. But it's, it was for just, different purposes. Yeah. I, I would say it's for the same purpose. It's just easier to do it now. And it's more like the rewards are more instant. You know what I mean? Like, oh, can like, we talk about that? Can you talk about the rewards? The rewards are it, it clout, fame, money. You know what I'm saying? And low effort. Like the thing that's the other thing that's crazy. So let's, you know, insert. I'm, I'm, I'm a, again, I'm going to try not throw shade, but insert like raggedy nigga here with a platform, right? You know, mm-hmm. just put them in your head. Mm-hmm. And then think about how much work I put for, for Asia, since you've watched, you've seen how much work I'll be putting in my videos. Yep. Yo, I'm I'm writing 10,000 word scripts. I got a whole editor I pay for per project. I got music direction Damn. in my head. I got art direction. I'm on uh, Twitter. Um, I'm managing like I'm doing all kinds of stuff because I know the algorithm. I got to keep showing it's it's really on some twice as good for half as much shit. Mm-hmm. But if I was a goofy mm. nigga that just mm. wanted to shit on black women, I could easily make the same amount, do the same numbers and and with, with, with like a fraction of the effort. Like you look at uh, you look at Kevin Samuels's rise like he, he never even had decent audio. Like <laughs> he never got he never figured out and how they to work be on his us mic hard properly. about that. Yeah, but no. <laughs> that, right. He show up. He says and the funniest thing is when you hear people say the, the, the excuse that most folks will make for Kevin Samuels is that he just really wanted to help black people. You know what I'm saying? He just wanted black men and women to get right and get married, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Which if you if you stretch, you could you could pull that out of his content. But what you what you realize if you do the research is that whatever positive he was doing, what didn't nobody care, what nobody paying attention until he started embarrassing black women. And when he started embarrassing black women, yeah. suddenly the floodgates opened viral. for him to get more attention. He started going viral over and over again. And yeah. then he became this prophet to people. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, so what, yeah. what were you, what did you come for? When did you, when did you get there? Um, right. Cause he would talk bad. He would talk just as bad about black men as he did black women on t- at times. It's just that those pieces wouldn't always make it out of the, uh, into virality. And is this cross-cultural? What I'm asking is, if an Asian man did the same to Asian women, if a Latin man, like, is it just- Ask the question, like, yeah. (laughs) Number one, is this cross-cultural where it occurs? And and number two, would they be as successful? Or are we just the most successful at this? Because of black women being the target. It's, it's, so there's a both end. So yes, it's cross-cultural, however, Shitting on black people is like the, the top tier. That's the that's okay. the, the the Kobe is it Kobe B for uh, going Kobe B yeah. Waggle. Oh no, that's Waggle. That's, yeah. Okay, I, well, that's the that's the top of the top of the food chain. One thing I realized: so within the manosphere, there are no major white figures. None of the major figures in the manosphere that have been successful over the years have been uh, white men. They've all been South Asian. Um, uh, South Asian. We'll say racially, yeah, South Asian, not East Asian. Mm. That's, mm. that's a very clear thing. They've been like, South Asian, racially the ambiguous, brown, the brown black men. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, we're talking about uh there's a guy, uh 
one of the new guys, his name is Hamza. He's not as overtly toxic, but he is a, a South Asian man from the UK, very dark skin, very mm. good shape. And it's, it's something about how we consume. One thing people don't think about is how everybody, when we talk about patriarchy in general and understandably so, we're usually thinking about how patriarchy affects women because women are usually on the receiving end of the worst effects of patriarchy. But we don't always, we don't always have a good breakdown of how patriarchy is fueled by the the bodies, the, the humanity of men. Mm. And the most useful fuel is always going to be men of color because patriarchy in and of itself is a white supremacist construct. So white men don't want to see other white men. We don't want to see other white men acting crazy towards their women. That ruins the mystique. We know that white happens. women are on a pedestal, so you're right. not supposed to do that. You can't be doing that. So yeah. like if you are a white, you can talk crazy about, and trust me, those dudes are out there, but yeah. they'll never be big. Because they, they will be like, there's an internal element, especially in Ooh, all the proud boys don't do that. They right, they, right. The women on the low. Will. They do. They do on the low. But we just oh. don't. That doesn't make it out. There's okay. plenty of like proud boys have done. They do on the low, but that doesn't make it. That doesn't make it out. What that doesn't go out. viral. That doesn't go to the top. Right. Wow. Right, right. Gives them their success. Yes. What's, what gives them? Do they they get out? You know, with the racism and the QAnon right. nonsense. Yeah, because that's but, cool. But for for misogyny. We have it because it has to be men of color because misogyny is only really okay against women of color who aren't <laughs> real women to begin with. I can't you know deal I mean? with these truths. <laughs> I forget Please put this on these people. No, no, seriously. Listen, ooh, baby. Mm. My edges are tangling because they're growing. Mm. Thank you. Mm. My edges are tangling because mm. the hair is coming in. Mm. It's so thick I right see now. It. I can see it. I can see the hair growing. It's like Hawaiian silky. Jill, you okay? Jill is shut down. I think she I think she is shocked. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jill, it, I think she I don't know. Mm. We're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. 
No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. I want you to keep going about the humanity of men and how patriarchy really affects them as, oh, as humans. Black women. Because okay. no, seriously, no, because this is something we don't talk about. There is, there does seem to be to be an uptick in black men who are starting to express just how heavy this load has been. Unfortunately, some of them tend to express that frustration towards black women, but help us help us to help them or help them to make this connection as to who is really at fault for the fact that you don't feel human and that how patriarchy is really like chilling on your shoulders head neck back on my chest daily so let's let's be clear the source of this problem is white supremacist capitalist patriarchy that's 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 your good old bill hooks and some some brothers hate hate on bill hooks but like i ain't one of them you know what i'm saying every every scholar has their (laughs) flaws bill hooks has less than most and gave gave life when I needed it as a black man when I was having my sons. Um, and so it starts with that because black people were never meant to like embody these gender norms and like ideals as we strive to do. And I'm not saying you should do that. I'm I am a heterosexual man, breadwinner now off of YouTube money. Two kids, two boys. We're raising them as boys until further notice. Like I am not poo-pooing the 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 classic nature of of what is safest to do as a human in this country. It's safest to just go with the flow unless you can't do it right. Mm-hmm. But what happens is we start to think, and this is something. This is a survival tactic from Black people. We say, "Yo, you keep doing this other shit. We can't stop. Stop that." You know, what I'm saying as as little girls, it was you acting fast. Uh, pull, pull, you know, that skirt too short, you know what I'm saying? The attitude is too, is too loose, whatever it is. And that is a protective, like, that's a goal of protecting you, but it's an attack on your humanity, you know what I'm saying, at the same time. Hmm. And, and we don't always have the language to say, you know, you know, Big Mama didn't have the language to say, yo, I'm trying to protect you from these streets or from mm-hmm. these people, from these boys, whatever. That little Big Mama said, if you don't sit your ass down, I'm going to get, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. And so without unpacking that, these things just become regular, normal status quo stuff to us. And so with boys, it's worse because over time, a lot of women, you all develop a you all have more opportunities to develop a critical lens on how you are treated because you're 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 you got to survive. Right. You're like trying to survive situations that I ain't like when when my I don't let my wife get gas here in Atlanta. Like if, if the guards got to get gassed up and I'm not, and I'm not like my wife will take out the garbage, but she won't get gas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not even Safety. on that like a real man, whatever. I don't do that. But I know that if somebody going to get, if I might go to the gas station, get robbed, my wife might go and get robbed and kidnapped. You feel me? Mm. So it's a different set of, um, of risks. Mm. Yeah. And so women develop this critical lens. There's so much out there for women to develop this critical lens um, at different stages in life, there's just so much there. But for men, we are kind of held to this. No, but you got to be the men, and the and a real man does blank. And it's like, well, what if I don't do that? Does that make? Am I no longer a real man? And from that, unfurls so much trauma. And because of the nature of 
emotions among men, we can't even unpack that trauma. So we drink it, we smoke it, we beat it. You know what I mean? We take it out on y'all. Um, like the thing, a thing that every, every brother, so two things that almost everybody you talk to will tell you is he probably, he, he was told he had to stop crying yeah, before I was he could really that. talk. And a woman probably told him. And a woman probably told him. Yep. And then he, he, he probably lost his virginity well before he was ready to be engaged in sexual activity ah. to oh. a woman that was way older than him. And though, and, and, and like, so you have men. And so these are like foundational experiences that black men in particular, we are more um, exposed to these risk factors. Um, and we've been dealing with this for as long as y'all been dealing with what, everything y'all been dealing with. We talking about generate, we talking about post um, reconstruction. We've been dealing with this shit. And we still like the sex thing, the, 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 the habitual, the, the, the ritual rape of black boys still hasn't entered this conversation. We're at least talking about the crying. We're we talking have, about the heaviness. Right. We, we had an episode come. about this. We, yeah, we, yeah, we, we had a whole episode, episode about this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. About yeah. black men and losing their virginity so so young yeah. to older women. Mm-hmm. And br- yeah. brothers ain't ready to have that conversation. I still can't. I, it's still hard for me to get a brother to think about whether or not him losing his virginity at 13 to a 30 year old was a healthy thing for him. You know what I mean? And you look at some of the brothers, brothers, and this is and this is where it gets complex, right? Because mm. because we're talking about the problem, right? White supremacist superstructure, right? But we in community together. So when I start yelling, who I'm gonna hit first? I'm gonna yell at one of y'all. And if I get hurt, who I'm gonna get hurt by? I'm gonna get hurt by one of y'all. And so like, it becomes complex because we, we, we see, who we see in the news on a regular basis as black men, Nick Cannon, the baby, mm. um, Chris Brown, once upon a time, Mike Tyson, all of those brothers, Lil Wayne, all of those mm-hmm. brothers are victims of child sexual assault. That they- That is that true. They, that they R. Uh, Kelly, yeah. R. Kelly. I, I forgot about R. Kelly. Yeah. Um, did, I bro- yeah. did I call it? Did I call it? Did I call it? That was Jill's conversation that we Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 100%. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, you asked me what was wrong with me earlier. Uh huh. Um, nothing's wrong with me. I'm, I'm just receiving all of this information and it's hitting. It's 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 heavy. Mm-hmm. It's it's very very heavy because you know there are absolutely incredible men that I love, and mm-hmm. I have a son, and I have nephews, and I'm I'm watching this negative energy towards all of us, mm-hmm. towards all of us. Bitches ain't shit. Niggas ain't worth nothing. You gotta get that money. Get money off them niggas. They're not people anymore. They're not human beings in any way, shape, or form. They're a a means to an end. And that is all. And that is very painful to me for Mm -hmm. for just just for the future. It is very painful to me um, as a woman. I'm like in any time, okay, for instance. Um, someone very close to me is an incredible philanthropist on a regular basis. And I'm and I'm not saying once a month, I'm talking about once a week. It's mm-hmm. a whole effort to get homeless people food and shelter and shoes and socks, you know, mm-hmm. supplying, you know, uh, crates and crates of socks for people. Like you don't even think about it, but if you don't have anything, warm feet, like really, really matter. It really, really matters, mm-hmm. okay? So all of these gestures to be kind and on his social media, he'll mm. get like 16 likes. 
16. But that girl over there, who is in a different outfit with, you know, the same background, is clapping her booty cheeks and she's okay. got thousands of likes. Well, Jill, have you seen the thing what people do now? They put the little, they put a girl who's like dancing tantally with a little outfit on to get your attention and then Just they to get your attention. <laughs> and that's, I think that that's genius. That's a, that's a Lupe Fiasco verse. Every time that- I see that, I think, yes, Lupe had a verse on one of his mixtapes where he was like, uh, nipples is, is nuclear missiles. Uh, you, you know Lupe, Lupe a dude. Mm. And so like, it's on an old mixtape. He was talking about like, if I want to really get some shit out, I got to put it next to the sexy, to the sexy. Right, um, right, right. But yeah. And that's, I'm, just, I'm just trying to figure out, okay, we know we, we're we aware of all the harms. Cause it's was it a lot of motherfucker, so you ignorant niggas hear me? Or something right. like that? That's another That too. That's another I got on the shirt. So, <laughs> so how how on earth do we make this work for our benefit? Like, I think that that's an excellent suggestion. I've actually suggested that to them before. Like, get a get a big booty Judy, let her dance for about uh, zero point seven seconds, and then and switch, switch over to these people the, are hungry in this country, right? <laughs> and this is what we're doing, and we'd appreciate right. some more support if you could just you know, because it could be you at any the, time. There's a conversation about, you know, the the quote about uh, the master's tools. Yeah. Um, and Audrey I always, Lopez. yeah, I always, I'm, I always am like, Ugh. yeah, but I don't know, <laughs> man, these short, these swords is sharp. Right. <laughs> these, these tools is efficient. And so like, there's, I mean, like number one, intercommunal local organizing is like, is, is key for anything you're doing. Um, Cause you always be more beholden to the people who you see IRL um, or or online, you'll be more beholden to them. Mm. I'm, okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's all right. Uh, In life, and, I'm, the- and, I'm, and I'm 40. Like I ain't that young. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm old enough you, to have this person on this here Zoom nigga. Oh, okay. Well, but we all know that us, us, but no, that's fine. But us Gen Xers, anyway, we are in the height of having to keep up. So I'm not surprised that you're 40 because we the ones that got to balance all this shit. Yeah, I, yeah I, you're I, just a ge- geriatric millennial. Man. Yeah, I'm a geriatric millennial. But you be surprised how these these be on my ass, boy. I be I here strong. I be here looking like you ain't got that. Yeah, like what's that? Can you can you can you email that to me? Email like <laughs> right, right. But yeah, they they we we got you know local organization is useful. You know what I'm saying? Like just it starts with community because communities will have like the research shows that the communities that have the least amount of problems are the ones that are the closest because you're not gonna rob the store of your homeboy auntie. You know what I mean? You're not gonna break in mm-hmm. your and your and your sister's boyfriend or baby daddy house. You know unless, what I'm saying? Unless you're on well, crack. Unless, unless you're, you know, unless that was the plan. But you get my point. Like, in general, <laughs> yeah, right. close in to general generally speaking. Yeah. Right. Community be, is, is always a key. Yeah. Big but beyond sector. that, while we're in here, while we're on these platforms, we got to just, we got to step up the game and we got to really, like, learn and understand how these systems work, how they are not built. And it's not, and I want to be clear, the system is a reflection of society. It's a reflection of the people. It's a reflection of where we are. Let's. I want to. People want. People say. Oh, I keep talking about the system, and I'm like, yeah. Well, if we fix the system, the people will follow. But I got to be clear. The people are there <laughs> as well. Um, but if we take advantage of how these systems work and we understand how they maneuver, we can get certain messages out there and grow. Like 
Kendrick Lamar is a good example. Like when you when you like Kendrick Lamar ain't did a whole song about he trans understanding trans people. Oh, mm-hmm. This this biggest rapper in the world mm-hmm. did a whole song about understanding trans people. It wasn't the perfect like uh, you know like academic understood everything moment yeah. no but, but it like started the, a conversation it started a conversation it that did. you would never expected uh to come from the biggest rapper in the world uh, i almost uh, wish he would come outside more but i'm like in in a social way just to fight some of the other stuff like and i saw him on a commercial recently and i was like damn he don't do commercials this is crazy because he yeah. don't come out but you know but i think comes probably out it's because of what we're talking about is just the yeah. fact that it's like if, if you engage too much it can you can open your Yourself up to the toxicity of it all yeah, and it can it shift your motivation you. it can shift what your you know your ideals and what's important to you to have to kind of retreat is important because you talked about community but I also think it's that place to retreat to to pull out and to reconnect to what it is is truly important to you because and to reassess what your actual values are like why am I here why am I doing this what is my purpose you know what I'm saying because unfortunately it's the quiet of it all another thing that we had you know obviously you know we all you know are members at the church of the nat ministry you know what I'm saying so even when we talk about rest and that that kind of taking that moment to be able to have space to think about our ideas because there's so much rhetoric. There's so much noise. There's so much going on that, you know, you don't even have a chance to decide what you feel or think about a thing. It's being mm-hmm. dictated to you every single day, all day long. And you'll be sitting up there spitting an opinion. It's not even your opinion. Come it's on. just it's the shit you heard three, four, and five, don't six, even seven, know eight that times. That's something that you heard. You don't even know. You don't even know it's something that. that you heard. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? To really think about how those things affect the person to your left, your right, your front, and your back. I tell people all the time, people be talking about all this stuff about relationships and they grandma and the women ain't how they used to be. I said, tell me you ain't never had a conversation with your grandma without telling me you ain't never had a conversation with your grandma. Come on. Tell me that way that you ain't never tell had me a- you have never had a conversation with your grandma without telling me that you ain't never had a conversation with your grandma. Right. Say shit like women ain't how they used to be. Why, hmm. why, why grandma and grandpa stay together and y'all can't like you ever hear what grandma had to deal with to stay with exactly. grandma? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and somebody tweeted this and I will not take credit for this. I don't remember the girl's name, but she said, first of all, the reason why some of us don't do the same things our grandmas did, because some of our grandmas pulled our asses off to the side and said, don't, don't do, do this. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do yeah. that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, it is that the beauty of conversation, you know, and not to not to be on our whole, like, let's turn it full circle to what we do here at J.L. But that is what we do here. We're having a conversation because at the end of the day, the culture part of it is the harder part to change. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's, people. It's so many factors. And, and one thing you said that also I think connects to something Jill just said, like, a lot of brothers are in survival mode in a way that I don't think like I think women want to understand and I think mm-hmm. women think they understand. Mm-mm. But I'm telling y'all, y'all don't understand. No, we know we don't and understand. We know I, we just yeah. want to. We do want yeah. to. I think well, I think I think you like a lot of women do know that. But yeah. I think the nature, the energy, especially on social media, on social media, it, it yeah. feels like it, a lot of brothers just feel like they're being talked down to and, and talked over when they're trying to speak to certain things. Um, yeah. but, but even before that. Right. Like that's like when we get into these frivolous, you know, gender wars conversations. That, mm-hmm. And I don't give a lot of credence to that because so much of that is just for low-key entertainment. 
when I'm talking about like Jill's nephews, right? What they what what has to be recognized. I talked about this in the video. I, I, I can't, if y'all want to watch me like this conversation with another brother from Chicago who like is also deep into this. Um, I talked about, y'all remember the story of Yummy Sandifer? I don't. He was in, he was a 13 year old in Chicago. And I guess this would have had to be 95, 96. That got, that got, he was, it's, it's, it's a horrible story. I don't want to get too deep into the story, but like that story haunts me because that at 13, even in the suburbs, it hit me like what black male humanity was really worth. I had heard the Emmett Till story before, which is also like, you know, a scarring thing. And I had, you know, heard such and such gang violence, whatever, whatever. But when that boy's face popped up on the news, it took a piece from me. Like it took a piece mm-hmm. from me that I have yet to get back because I see it in my son's eyes. And, and by the way, my son just had a little boy die. My son, and I, we go to a, a good school. Little boy got shot at the bowling alley uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, 12 years old, dead and gone. And my son came out of school. He was like, dad, you, you did you hear about the little boy that got shot? And I'm like, yeah, man. Well, and I almost said, like, I didn't say this, but it was like, it was like, all right, here we go. This is the beginning of, of this conversation. Okay. Yeah. And so what these boys need, what your nephews need, your sons, is they need opportunities to take off that armor that they're building because they see this. They see what's, what just happened in Memphis, you know what I'm saying? They see how how Black men are depicted, how we depict ourselves, and they start they start adding plates. They start adding shells. Um, and that allows them to be callous to, to women. That allows them to be callous to each other, you know what I'm saying? And, and like... That is, and that's why I, even though I'm critical, I try to hold space because I'm lucky enough to have had a, a relatively emotionally engaged father and a lot of, of like emotionally engaged men and strong black women who said, I, right, not really though, like, like you'll be okay, protect you, mentors, access, whatever. So I've never had to armor up like some of these brothers mm-hmm. had. This Tyree thing is really making, I feel like, too, it's a whole nother level of brothers arm, arming up. Like, this has just been heavy for the, yeah. all of us as a community. But, you know. Yeah. yeah. That inhumanity. Yeah. Because I think that the thing is that, like, the humanity aspect, you said, like, you're like, here it goes, right? Here, here, Here's the beginning of it for me to, to, to look at my sons and think, you know, I think a similar thing happened, and I wouldn't say similar, but a somewhat similar thing happens with women the first time that you have to talk to your daughter about what's going to happen when she goes outside, regardless of what she's welcoming or not, right? That 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 moment that you look at your 12-year-old daughter and you're like, damn it, I got to talk to her about cat calls. I got to talk to her about creepy looks. I got to mm-hmm. talk to her about these Uncle kinds Chester. of things. Right. If we talk, talk about, about Uncle Chester, you, right? Then yeah, you must. If you do. And, and you've got to talk about, oh, if you say no, that you're going to be called a bitch or stuck up or blah, 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 blah. So there's, it's similar somewhat. But I understand that the humanity aspect of it, the life or death aspect of it, it is beyond the understanding of not being able to live in that body and live in that experience. And I want this so badly for black men to be able to be hu- to understand their humanity and for us to celebrate their humanity and not in words, in action and understanding all of these systems. If you're not having a conversation for me 
and much love to you it doesn't affect my love right but for me you can't have a conversation with me about racism about white supremacy if we're not having a conversation about gender patriarchy if we're not talking about its effect on your humanity and mine then unfortunately it is not the level of conversation to which i'm interested in engaging with you about like I can love you, I can want the best for you, but we're not able to have that conversation because it is one in which I know it's never gonna end up in your liberation. You're not gonna feel like a human if you're not gonna consider this part of the experience. And that's the problem I have with so many so-called so pro-black folk that come out here. They don't, they're not really actually talking about the humanity of black men. Yeah, they playing the hits. They're still talking mm-hmm. about a character. They're mm-hmm. still talking about something that don't exist. And and that's the thing. Like, imagine like, so I don't like to play the oppression Olympics because it's it's always going to derail the conversation. Mm. But the one thing I think that would help is we both have this similar experience of like having to like depersonalize from our humanity as black people, uh, men and women as children. But the difference is, I think women have developed that conversation over generations. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all, but like niggas wouldn't even like I'm the like niggas didn't even talk to their fathers until like 30 years ago. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like if you had a dad in the home, that nigga did not talk to you if you was born before 1980. That's a fact. And like to do that was to teach you how to be a man. Shut the fuck up and do the thing. Yep. And, Watch and, me. and suck it up. Watch me. Don't say shit to me. Don't ask for a hug. Don't ask me how I feel. I don't got no feelings, nigga. I'm surviving. You know what I'm saying? Fences. (laughs) Fences. And so, like, we haven't developed that stuff. And so that's what I think a lot of brothers are doing now. And it's hard because, and I'm going to just keep it real. It's hard on on all levels y'all can think of. It's it's a lot of brothers that's so invested in patriarchy. They're like, these niggas soft. These niggas gay. These niggas this, this niggas that. We need the real men to stand up. That's what we need. And it's like, all right. Y'all been here for a minute. We see what y'all been spending your time on. So it's a lot of that, right? It's white but a thing that doesn't get talked about is women are invested in that caricature as mm. much as men are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, 100%. When a weak man or a strong right. man. Right, right. Uh-huh. Nigga, th- that nigga was emotional. He was oh crying. My God. He too emotional. That nigga was crying. Right. <laughs> I forgot. And that's still What's wrong with thing. women? What's wrong with women? All right, so don't do that. Don't do and that. It's the that's balance. That's where it gets real. You know what I'm saying? It's the balance that's off. Us. I'm yeah. saying right. that as, as us. What's wrong with us? The balance is off. Yeah. More conversation after the break. brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Can can I propose how to fix this thing? I don't know. I don't know. But I think no. you know this goes back to how do we eat an elephant? You know, one bite well, at a time. Deprogramming. You know, it's a slow it's the deprogramming. deprogramming of it's it a all. slow yeah. process. Because because it can go either way when when uh-huh. you, when you're dealing with a man and then the man is emotional. You know, that can't work either. It's, it's a emotional. risk. It's a risk for y'all that different than us. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, like y'all just need niggas to be normal because you never know which dude is like Can going through an emotional normal? journey and which dude is bopping. Right. <laughs> but I need you to have at least five emotions and not just oh, two. Oh, please. Oh, please. I don't care about the number of emotions. I just need you to maybe like develop a little bit of the ability to have the words that match them. Thank you. Like, just say, I don't, you can say feel that. all the things you want to feel like, bro. But if it's, if it's, if it's jealousy, if it's a, a, a abandonment, if it's, if it's, you know, whatever, whatever the words are, happy, joy, whatever. I just, I, when I went to therapy, I got this uh, picture of a, of a yarn, right? And it was called the ball of emotions. And on all the little pieces of yarn were different feeling words. And I realized how little feeling word vocabulary I had as an adult person. And that's why I don't fault men or anybody for not having this language. I'm just asking that we all try because mm-hmm. if we can communicate what we're feeling, that changes. And it also cooking. humanizes mm-hmm. you towards each other. If there you can go. say, these, this is what I am feeling. If you have to default to happy or sad, angry, happy, sad, angry. Yeah. Oh God. For, for Those are the buttons just... in the bathroom. You need more than that. Yeah. A bro- yeah. Brothers feel like they don't get hurt, and I, this is real. As a brother, you don't get hurt if you unless you're angry, or lustful, or violent. You know what I mean? That's when we. That's oh. when. That's a. That's a bell hooks quote. You know, what I'm saying black men yeah. receive the most attention when they are violently acting out. And yeah, like, you don't think that's changing a little bit? Though? Oh, it's changing. It's changing. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Because I just like, said to a brother the other day, I was like, he said, you know, he said he had, he got an electric toothbrush and a therapist, and I was like, nigga, you don't know how sexy that's saying. <laughs> <laughs> therapy and an electric toothbrush you are evolved black man and, and, and that's the frontier I think I'm on where it. so things are growing and changing right and so some dudes are really feeling they start to feel insecure about they, they status because like dudes are coming in the room be like I'm an alpha male I'm an alpha male I don't need emotions I got 10 women I got I got what the Bugattis that's what Andrew Tate was talking about <laughs> and it's like and like there are less women have y'all are y'all are catching no y'all are like this this don't look like a healthy brother to build life mm-hmm. with to connect to long term but this dude over here with the electric toothbrush and the in the in mm. the plants mm. that's the yeah. plant you got a plant oh, wait a minute you got a plant too that's a trifecta hold up now yeah. and, so, and it's healthy yeah Ooh. Ooh. so like you, you if you got to announce that you are alpha male 
Not. You may not be an alpha male. If no. you if you if you you know the, my video coming up, we're talking about desirability, and it's like the funny thing that I found through my research. It's something I kind of knew, but just didn't have the details on. Is like dudes will be on Tinder, right? Dudes will they'll be on, they'll be in the gym getting it in, right? And so they 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 got the all the all the all the extra bumps and veins that you know some mm-hmm. ladies love it, some ladies like it, but they think all the ladies love it, and so they mm. tender they tender thing be like oh and it's like ain't nobody no women clicking that bro like, no like if you don't no. if you don't if you don't cook something because me and my husband me and my husband was talking about this recently about about like r&b music where it's just like the old kind of go-tos for r&b male singers to like get women going they don't work anymore like if you see it, it just it's not the same. That whole hump in the stage and you got your shirt unbuttoned down to the belly button and it's like, you know, they're know. giving the hey girl. They still work for me. I don't know. <laughs> you said I don't know, but for me, as for me and myself. Romy is so right. I think I'm gonna love her for the what? Uh, uh, Girl, it's nostalgic, baby. Are you right? It's nostalgic. You, right. you old, honey. It's playing into into the nostalgia. Okay. Have you seen Bobby? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the young boy boys. Are. I mean, I got, I see it. Like one of my homies, Turb. A uh, shout out to home Turb. He 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 got like, you know, pink locks, and he got like the choker with the cross on it. So he yeah. he look like a he look like a black vampire. And like uh-huh. I know, <laughs> I, I be talking to him like, all right, be careful, because at a certain point, once you get enough subscribers, they gonna come. And you need to be responsible and smart about uh-huh. how them DMs work, because the DMs, you know, it's 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 an interesting experience. And I'm I'm not I wasn't a brother. I, you know, I'm I'm from the '90s, so like being the thoughtful, uh, intellectual shy brother was not getting the panties thrown at me <laughs> in high school. But undergrad, I figured out how to perform uh, masculinity, mm. desirable masculinity, and you know, we got some. We learned some things and then I met my wife and then we just grew together and figured okay. shit out with each other. But like, if I was to hit the streets again, I'd be like, I don't know what's, I don't know what these folks are doing. I'm I just hate ahead. that getting all the panties is even a goal. Like all the draws. I hate that it's a goal. Candles, honey. Ever, ever since. since. <laughs> ever since. I, I hate that it's a goal. And I mean what I said when I said I hate, I would prefer, you know, honestly, you know, since I'm a mom, you know, and an aunt, I would prefer for you to choose well, not not get, get it all quality over quantity for mm, real. That part. And I would really love for you to care about your penis. You care about your, your. dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you Somebody might want to use that it. in 40 years. You might want to use that. And that's another thing. Brothers be, you know, like it, it ain't possible. Like some brothers will look like, I don't know, Jonathan Majors to look like he looks right now. That ain't natural for most men. I think maybe Michael B might be the only dude that ain't working super, FD, super hard FD. to look like that. What you mean? Y'all muscle memory is crazy better than ours. You should, you I mean, it's, be- it's better than <laughs> y'all's, but like it still ain't. To look like how Jonathan Majors looks right now. You mm-hmm. got to work on that. You, you got to work on that in a way that either you got certain chemicals in your body or you got a ridiculous uh, regimen. Work ethic, yeah. Work ethic, you know. Yeah. That, and that work ethic comes at a cost and it costs certain equipment. Like, folks, they won't tell you that. Y'all know that. That's true. But, <laughs> but oh, like... Oh, you better speak the truth. I just heard that. Yeah. And like, I, I can also attest that there, there's certain men that um, are just blessed that way 
just blessed. No matter what, way, so, some men no are matter just what you do. Yeah, yes. some men, just like some women are just ridiculously blessed. Right. God yeah. bless you all. That's right. fantastic. Because when I tell right. you, God knew not to give it to me. He knew. <laughs> he knew. Mm. Right. She don't know. She don't deserve it. Tiana Taylor says she don't. Uh, she don't exercise at all. She just dances. And it's like, clearly, that's just a blessing. You know what I'm saying? Some people like it. Some people are like that, I should say. But I, I be trying to tell brothers, like, look, y'all out here, you're you going you gonna to need, like you, like Jill just said, you're going to need that later. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? You yeah. I didn't think about that. You teaching class today, sir. People like all kinds of things anyway. You know, also, also blood pressure. Also blood pressure. Yeah. Please speak on it. Speak on yeah. it. So, Come on. so, so on I'm going to get, I'm going to get a little personal. Right. Okay. I'm 40 years old. I was diagnosed with high blood pressure at 36 ish. And it runs in my family, runs in a lot of folks' families, but also diet. I'm overweight, et cetera. And boy, for, for like when I had to first get medicine for that first six months, I was like, oh, no, we got to <laughs> something got to give because I can't live like this. I can't live like this for the rest of my life. So um, and they, I got started exercising. I, I got to lower my dosage and I got functional and I was like, OK, cool. And like COVID has not been nice to me in this new job where I'm literally doing this for most of my days has put weight on me. But you, you best believe your boy got a gym membership late last year and I'm trying to, to work it out Good for you. Some brothers will function, but they not in there like they not with you. And, I, and I'm mm. sure you all have experienced that some brothers can 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 be there with the equipment that you need. But the connection that you desire during the act they and they and been in and out of so many women and so many experiences Ooh. that they just don't even have the they value. They don't even see used. you. He looking, yeah. but it's performative. It's, it's very yeah. performative because because a lot of brothers. I have a video you can watch. Um, it's called "A Conservatives Are Bad at Sex," um, but I get into that we've going back to how black men are are idealized. Um, you know the the mandingo, the 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 pipe layer. You know what I'm saying the the, the Mister mm. Fix It, the Jody. And so a lot of brothers start separating genuine pleasure from sex early on because sex is only about checking out scores, like numbers going up yeah. for a lot of brothers. It, it Not even understanding what, an orgasm, just thinking yeah. that it means that something's coming out your body. Some, something coming out your body, this feels That's good. Not, like, all right, yeah. we won, wow. we got it. Mm-hmm. And so like, yeah, you, you got to do that. Hopefully, you know, everybody's different, but like you got to do that for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And like, if you start out the bat disentangling like pleasure and connection and sensuality from the act of sex, it I know I know brothers that aren't interested in sex now. I'm sure y'all. I'm sure y'all. If it's not you, no shade, but yeah. if it's not you, you know a girlfriend that's like such and such. I've been with forever. It, it ain't, and that comes from not coming right mm-hmm. <laughs> early on. Wow. You know? There's a lot being poured into Mm -hmm. into our glasses. There's a lot being poured into there. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we are primarily dehydrated anyway, Mm -hmm. most of us. So what we're getting is a lot of um, is a lot of bullshit. And what what I'm asking you to do, as well as myself, shit, all of us, Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. just pay attention to what is showing up on our social media. Pay Mm -hmm. attention. If it's a bunch of, you know, um, negativity or 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 disrespect for black women or black men, 
you, you start blocking the shit. I don't know if that if that works in changing your <laughs> algorithm. No, no you got to change work. your algorithm. No, it's their fault. It's your fault. What do you have to that, do? It's your fault. Start looking at other shit like I do. I am really manipulating my algorithm. I'm like, I want the right shopping shit. Talk I'm, about listen, it. I got friends who their algorithm is everything. They in the cooking shit. All the shit come up. All the people who cook, they'll come up. You know what I'm yep. saying? If you in the other jewelry, it all come up. Like you just have to change your shit. Yeah. It ain't about <laughs> the Internet. So, Come so on! If you are if you are interested in changing your shit, right? Th- is there's two or three ways to to manipulate your algorithm? One, start a whole new account mm-hmm. from scratch mm-hmm. with no. intention. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to do that, mm-hmm. um, you gotta you gotta start intentionally shitting on the bad stuff. So like, mm-hmm. if you got YouTube right, YouTube don't like when you watch one second of a video and click off. Oh, YouTube hates that shit. So if you see some some negative shit pop up on your feed, click on that, watch for one second, then click off that shit. YouTube Thank like, you. all right, they don't like it. They don't like it. We we got you. We like YouTube. We heard you. YouTube is uh, one of the one of the I talked because I've talked to these people. They say it's like a puppy that just wants to please you. Ooh. And the puppy, when you come in the house, the puppy's like, hey, I got. I, let me go get you this thing. And they come to, to the to the door with you know a bone or something. And if you take the bone, be like, this is great. The puppy's gonna wag their tail and bring you more bones. But if you take the bone, be like, shit out of here. The puppy's gonna feel bad for a second, but then it's gonna Ooh. find something else for you to, to you for you to play with. You know they, what I'm saying? If you watch Rick and Morty, you would know this. But I think that I think that <laughs> even ties into what you were saying about the master's tools. It's like, yes, and this is not a, in any way to discredit, you know, Audrey Lord, but to say at the end of the day, there is a way to engage with these tools so mm-hmm. that you can then make your voice heard. So maybe you can't change that system, but you can let that system know I'm not fucking with that. Yeah. Right. You, I don't appreciate want, it. You want my engagement? Stop showing me this shit. Yeah. That, yep. that, that's basically what the what the puppy is trying. You know what the algorithm wants. To, the algorithm wants your engagement. The algorithm has no morals. It has no soul. It Come has on. no. Does it have a dislike button? It's only Facebook is the one with a dislike, huh? YouTube has dislike. Um, okay. But but the dislike is keep scrolling. Keep scrolling, mm. and then when you find something that really feeds you, you, you when you find that thing you want more of, stop. Okay. Leave a comment. Okay. Leave a like, heart, okay. whatever. That's why you hear YouTubers constantly say, "Like, share, like my ship. share, and comment," because that is how they keep their engagement up. If right. you see content that you like, don't just be like, "Oh, that was real good." You yeah, want to no. like it, share it. X, Y, and Z. You want to make sure those people feel and hear that in a way that's real, that comes up in data that they can yeah. then use to keep moving forward. And, and they do analysis on like the types of comments you leave too. So if you say, "I love this. This was really something I needed to see today." Whatever, like they they say, "Okay, that's 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 good. We want that." And if they and if you argue with a motherfucker in the comments on some shit you don't like, they will keep feeding you all this. They don't. They really oh. hate liked that. So Ooh. we're going to send them more of that because yeah. that will keep them engaged. So Tricky Ricky. You got to train I it like a puppy. You, you got to train it like a dog. Engagement has no morals. No you got to be intentional engage. about everything, y'all. Like, yeah. this is crazy. Could be a milk. Yeah. You know, don't let me get into my capitalism bag. We only got, we only got a few more minutes. It starts and start talking about how the corporations and the plutocracy and all that. I don't, I don't want to get too deep. What a, what a plutocracy. See, I don't want to eat that. You know what I'm saying? Like this, that's why that's why Asia was like when I get to that that black conservative socialist video, 
You know what I'm saying? That's, we got to start. That's, that's, that's what I be on. You know, I'm, my goal is to this not to be the last time I talk to some famous people, but I'm scared because I don't know how far I'm going to get before either A, I start telling the rich niggas to their face <laughs> that they need to change, or I become a rich nigga and be like, oh, no, that's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's, I'm scared of the, the second stuff. part. I'm scared of the second part. For real, yeah, for real. Yeah, as, well, no. as, as a rich nigga, I'm going to just tell you, money does not make it the man. I, I, that's that's the go. I, I appreciate. Go that. go get your it. coins, friend. Go go get all your coins. <laughs> yeah. We trying. Yeah. We trying. My wife quit a job last year, so okay. You know, she she congratulations. You know, yeah, yeah. She, it, it was an amazing. She she needed it because she was out there in corporate America. You know, working working them that that whole. I was I was saving the world, working with kids and shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And she up here talking to these old white men, trying to get them to to, to sell and buy stuff. And I was like, yeah, baby, look, we ain't switched. I got it. Go ahead, take these naps. Get your skin good. Come on. <laughs> you got an electric toothbrush, don't you? You have an electric toothbrush. <laughs> Anytime you offer somebody a nap, that's just a nice time. That is a love that's language, so amen. Yeah, shout out to AJ. It's so funny. She went out with a friend, and her friend was asking her about her skin routine. And she was like, yo, I take a lot of naps. Because she stopped wearing makeup in the last, like, four, three, four months. And they're like, your skin is long. She's like, yeah, I don't, good jeans and uh, sleep. And every once in a while, my husband come in while I'm taking my nap. And you know, that helps too. Okay. Blessings. 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 <laughs> Thank you so much for coming and spending some time with us. We really, Thank you for really fighting. appreciate it. Look here, y'all. It just seemed to me like this. Uh, if, if you're paying attention to your social medias and you find that a lot of toxicity and negativity um, is is in it, number one, take account to the good people that are around you. Take account of the love that you receive. Take account to the people that are supportive of you and, and know that this is not the real world. <laughs> the majority of this shit is for show. OK. And, um, you know, for likes. I don't know what happened when we become people that that need likes so much, but it's always the people that are going their own direction that seem to get to the prize. And remember, anything that you're involved in too much can make you an addict. Thank you so much. We appreciate you at J.L. Thank you, Mr. Signifier. Uh, Oh, Lord, don't. She like to do that to them. She like to do it. Oh, <laughs> Jilly and Philly, you can't, you can't do that to me. Then send me back upstairs like everything normal. <laughs> like, I, I can't. Uh, That's, That's inspiration so right there. That's inspiration right there. Yeah. That's inspiration. Go forth and teach the people, sir. I'm gonna yes. try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Hey listeners, it's Amber, the producer here. To dive deeper into all things media and internets, please follow FD Signifier on all social media platforms, YouTube, and Patreon. I'll drop links to all of his accounts in the show notes. And I just want to reiterate, you have the power to alter your algorithm by what you consume the most. So be mindful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
Hi, if you have comments on something we said in this episode, call 866-HEY-JILL. If you want to add to this conversation, that's 866-439-5455. Don't forget to tell us your name and the episode you're referring to. You might just hear your message on a future episode. Thank you for listening to Jill Scott Presents J.Ill, the podcast. J.Ill is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.